Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another great Wing and Clay Nation radio show. You know, I, I, I was having a great day till all of a sudden, somehow, and I have no idea how this happened, one of the wheels on my chair broke. So I'm actually sitting, trying to sit straight up, and every time I turn my chair just a little bit, I have a tendency to lean sideways. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully you won't hear me falling out of the chair and down on the floor and uh, saying some things that will probably get bleeped. But, uh, boy, what a great show we have got today. I mean, there's a lot going on out there. You know, um, month of August, this is National Shooting Sports Month. And the president uh, recently uh, you know, put out a little, a little uh, press release on that and, uh, you know, talked, talked a lot about shooting sports and, and uh, it's history and all of that stuff. And uh, boy, I'm really, really glad we got that guy, uh, that guy in office. Because uh, if we go the other way, we're going to be in a lot of trouble, because they want to take our guns away. And um, we got a guy there that, uh, that doesn't. So, uh, thank you, President Trump, for um, recognizing the shooting sports. I know the boys are avid hunters. Uh, you know, I know I don't think the president gets to do it very much, but I do know that there's a gun club or, or, or some shooting fields up at Camp David, uh, you know, the uh, presidential retreat. So I know there's some shooting that goes on there uh, from time to time. But uh, National Shooting Sports Month, what that means is I want everybody to go out and have a great time. You know, I've got a got a terrific guest this week, and uh, we'll, we'll get to him here in just a little bit. Uh, Zach Gerettis uh, is the general manager at my gun club in Savannah, Georgia, Forest City Gun Club. And what a great facility that is. It's a private club, but, you know, we do a lot of things there now that uh, that allow folks to come in uh, to to enjoy that facility. But, but Zach and I are going to talk about a lot of stuff. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about uh, things like charity shoots, uh, registered shoots, youth shooting programs, target setting, the challenges of managing gun clubs, you know, things like how to find referees. I mean, it's, it's all sorts of crazy things like that. When I say crazy, they're going to be... <laughs> This is going to be some really good information that uh, that not only gun club owners and managers can can use, but uh, but shooters as well. So we'll have Zach on here in just a few minutes, and and we're going to have a lot of really good conversation. You know, um, I just found out uh, my good buddy. I had him on the radio show here uh, a couple of months ago, Sean uh, Dullahery uh, from. Uh, uh, Lindenwood University, who who was uh, the head coach there, and you know, Lindenwood uh, actually had won like 15 national collegiate championships in a row as a as a uh, as a shooting team. Well, Sean has moved over now. Um, he's left Lindenwood and he's gone to the ACUI, which is the the uh, sanctioning body for. Uh, collegiate shooting around the country. So I, I can promise you, uh, I actually spoke to Sean earlier today on the phone, and I can promise you there are some great things coming for the collegiate shooters, and and uh, and, and it, it's, it's going to take a real turn for the very, very, very positive. Uh, real quick, a lot of things going on, a lot of shoots going on. We've got uh, uh, Sporting Clay's world, you know, is, is, is still wide open. Uh, the world English is coming up. 
uh, up at Northbrook Sports Club uh, in Illinois uh, next week. Uh, and then right after that, the National Wild Turkey Federation shoot at the Meadows Gun Club uh, not too far from me here in middle Georgia, uh, you know, just north of Macon, Georgia. Always a great shoot. I was talking to one of the NWTF guys the other day, and he said that that entry is is expected to be over 500. I know the World English is, um, is around 1,100, so that's a really big shoot. And then um, up at Cardinal Shooting Center in Marengo, Ohio, which has kind of been a uh, a, a re- really serious place here uh, recently for some really big events. You know, SCTP was up there. The Ohio State shoot is there this week. And then um, up in September, the Northeast Regional is up there. And I think Zach had even mentioned uh, to me the other day that, uh, that he's going to be up that way setting some targets for that event. So we'll ask him about that. Um the Grand Americans going on, the 120th Grand American for the trap shooters, uh, you know, is, is well underway. They, they've got the, um, the youth programs going right now, and then the, uh, the, then the other shooters will be coming in. This runs all the way through August the, the 10th. Uh, they're expecting somewhere between six and 7,000 entries in that event over the course of time. And what a facility the world uh, shooting co- uh, complex is uh, 121 trap fields, three and a half miles long. Folks, if you haven't ever seen anything last, like that, you almost owe it to yourself to go. But they've got a great uh, vendor row. I mean, all sorts of vendor buildings and all of that kind of stuff. I'll actually ask Zach about it because he's actually from that area. And uh, boy, I mean, uh, you know, I've been to a couple of grands and they truly are grand. I mean, I, I will tell you it is um, it is very, very eye opening. And, um, you know, the uh, Junior World Skeet is, uh, is wrapping up. That's going on up in, um, uh, up in North Carolina right now. And the uh, U.S. Open Skeet is coming up. That's going to be up in New York at Rochester Brooks. That's in, uh, up in early, early September. So, you know, the clay target shooting season is really going crazy. Dove hunting season is right around the corner. You know, um, uh, on my last show, I had my buddy Vandy Collins, the, the doves are, and we talked all about that. And, um, you know, there's a lot going on. And considering it's National Shooting Sports Month, I will encourage everyone, step outside and go do it. You know, go out and have a good time. I mean, I can promise you there are a lot of really good opportunities out there for shooting. And, you know, and uh, I I do want to remind you before I get into Zach, you know, hey, you know, all all this travel that I'm seeing here Reminds me that my good buddy's at the Crushable Vault. You know, I, um, uh, I'm building a shooting facility uh, about 10 miles from where the Crushable Vault products are made up in Bolivar, Bolivar Tennessee. They're starting construction on that, the Lone Oaks uh, Farm facility. They haven't given it an official name yet, but it's being done by the University of Tennessee and uh, for the 4-H Club. But it will be a public facility, and, and we'll have more information on that down the road. But uh, the Crushable Vault product is made right in that area, made right here in America. And if you don't know the Crushable Vault, by all means, I want you to go to their website. This is a product that looks like luggage. You can stack your gun cases in there. And I'm telling you, when you cinch these things in, you can put them in, you can tie them into any, any, any point in your vehicle that is solid. You can, you can loop those cables around, and I'm telling you, nobody is taking those those guns out of that vehicle. Stuff looks really good. looks like luggage. It doesn't even look like a gun. There are guns there, but 
petty thieves don't matter. They, they want to get their hands on things. And if you've got this product and your guns are inside, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be very frustrated. So do me a favor. Go check them out. CrushableVault.com. If you like what you see in there, there's a little promo box. Type my name in it, Marty, and you'll get an instant 10% off of any purchase that you make. So uh, give them a look, CrushableVault.com. This is really good if you do any traveling with your guns. Do yourself a favor, go there. I'm going to very quickly now, I've got just a couple of minutes before our first break, and I want to introduce my guest. Uh, This is Zach Gerettis. Now, Zach is the general manager of Far City Gun Club. Zach, welcome to the show, buddy. Can you hear me? Hey, there he is. Okay. Hey, man, I just wanted to uh, to give you a quick welcome, and and uh, I, I am really excited to have you because, you know, you're not just a, an accomplished shooter. You're a really accomplished gun club manager and and uh, an instructor. I mean, you know, the list is long and distinguished. So real quick, we got a couple of minutes before our first break. Give me a little background on Zach and uh, where you came from and, uh, and how you got into this business. Well, I, um, I'm originally from southern Illinois, a little town called Farina. It's, um, it's about an hour and 20 minutes just north of Sparta, where you were just talking about the, the World mm-hmm. Shooting Complex. Um, I, uh, I was a senior in high school and was playing a, a career path to be a law enforcement officer, and all of a sudden I found out about a, a crazy school down in, a little bit further in southern Illinois that actually you could get a degree in wildlife management and shooting complex management, and, and it stole my heart. Yeah, I mean, you went you went there. I, I'm obviously I'm very very familiar with that, and and we're gonna talk here in a little bit about about some of the challenges of running shoots, and and uh, a big part of that, you know, I I don't know that you and I ever officially shook hands meeting, but I know that in some of the events that that I was doing the management of at places I designed, you know, Ren Lake Shooting Complex comes to mind as one of them. You know, all of the uh, the the, uh, the students in that program from uh, from southeastern served as the referees and boy i mean you guys were spot on and great and uh you know you couldn't you couldn't ask for anything better than that and you know i i want to i want to talk about that here in a little bit and i'm but i also want to talk about you know a couple of the other places that you might have worked but you know we're up on our first break and we you know we're gonna we're gonna take that right now when we come back zach we're gonna talk a whole lot of stuff uh, you heard what i said you know we're gonna talk a little bit about the gun club and the history of far city because i don't think a lot of folks know about it but then we're going to get really serious in things about uh, shoot management and and target setting, and you know all of the things that uh, that you're really well versed in, folks. Stay tuned. Zach and I will be right back after these messages. The internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. 
Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are, and I'm here with uh, my buddy Zach Noretis from Far City Gun Club in Savannah, Georgia. And hey, by the way, if if you guys and gals are social media freaks, as many are, by all means, do me a favor. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com slash wing and clay radio. You know, please share it and like it, uh, you know, and, and become a part of it. On Instagram, it's instagram.com slash wing and clay radio. Twitter is twitter.com slash wing clay nation. And then the show website where you can go back and listen to all of the previous shows and, and we've got some videos there and all sorts of things is wingandclayradio.com. So uh, please, if you will, would love to have you go there and uh, to some of those places and uh, we'll find some pretty good stuff there. And I want to get back to my buddy Zach. And Zach, you know, when we when we came up on the break, you know, you were talking about, okay, I went to college. I, I wanted to be in law enforcement. The next thing you know, I'm in gun club management and wildlife management and all of that stuff. So you got out of Southeastern and you kind of went around the country a little bit and, and uh, had some experiences. Why don't you tell us about that? So uh, the Southeastern Illinois um, College, the Wild Game Reserve Management and Shooting Complex Management is a two-year program with a one-year internship. Um, and I was fortunate enough to draw a um, a pretty cool place uh, just outside of Waco, Texas, called the WB Ranch. It's since since went private. It was a public ranch um, up until I think right around 2011, 2012, somewhere somewhere in there. Um, and I was there in 2009 and 2010. It was a 
was a great ranch. Uh, we did a lot of sporting clays and then also a lot of upland game bird hunting. And then it was also a five-star retreat, so there was a lot of corporate stuff going on there as well. We were about an hour and a half outside of Dallas-Fort Worth, so we, we, we got a lot of traffic. Um, and then once, once I finished my internship up there, actually um, I went and um, ran a gun club in Paris, Tennessee, called Holly Fork Shooting Complex, just outside of Paris, Tennessee, right, right next to Kentucky Lake, a really, really beautiful area. Um, and uh, one of the guys that, um, that was my boss's or, or friend, that should say, is Bub Edwards. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure you know who he is. Sure. Um, he's the head coach of Bethel, uh, Bethel Shooting Team now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a great guy. Worked there for a little over a year. And um, and then moved on to Rockcastle Shooting Preserve and at Holly Fork. Also, we had a you know a small rifle and pistol range, but it was primarily ski trap and sporting clays. And we had a 3D archery range as well. And then fast forward a year, and, and I I start working at Rockcastle Shooting Center just outside of um, Bowling Green, Kentucky, in the Mammoth Cave National Forest area. Um, and I was there for for two years, and we that was a that was a that was a big place. It was two thousand acres. It was a res- resort style setting. It had a golf course and and some fishing ponds. And then we had we had a beautiful sporting clays course, five stand, three D archery, uh, phenomenal three D archery because there's some terrain there, unlike what mm-hmm. we have here in Savannah. Sure, mm-hmm. and um, and then. We also had a 2,000-yard rifle range. Um, they were really big into, like, USPSA-style shooting, NSCA, National Sporting Clays Association shooting, sporting clays shooting, and then um, three-gun. And um, there, was a, there was a lot of people that came through the doors there while, while, we're, while I was there for two years. And then mm-hmm. um, two, 2013... I picked up my, my wife and we, we moved here to Savannah, Georgia, and um, I've been managing Forest City Gun Club since then, six and a half years, and, and um, it, was, it was the best move that we made. The weather here is beautiful. It's hot as, hot as ever in July, but, but you don't have to worry about snow or, or anything like that like I, I did when, we, when me and my wife Sarah were growing up in Illinois. So. Well, you have to you have to dodge a hurricane every now and then, <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and yeah. we've had an abnormally large number of those here lately. But, but, but I'll tell you, uh, Zach, you know, and 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 you know, fortunately, when you came here, you know, I've been a member at Forest City since 1982, and so I, you know, I've I've seen that club grow, and and really leaps and bounds, and and I've got to admit, you know, when when you got here, the guy who was here. Uh, Chris Cantrell, you know, God rest his soul. I was so sorry that he passed here, you know, not too long ago, uh, had had really taken the club forward in doing some things. And, and quite frankly, since you've been there, it's taken another big jump. And I and I really, you know, for folks that don't know, you know, Far City Gun Club is the oldest continuously operated shotgun facility in the United States. It was founded in 1883. 
And uh, uh, the original site was over on Hutchinson Island. And if you, you, know, if, uh, you folks have been to Savannah and you go down on the riverfront and you see the big Western Hotel over there, that's Hutchinson Island. That's where the original gun club was. It was founded by a bunch of Dutchmen, you know, who were, who were living in Savannah. And, uh, you know, and it kind of got where it moved around the initial club. Uh, didn't even shoot skeet. They uh, they shot glass balls. Well, as strange as that may seem, and if you ever get a chance to come to to Far City, by all means go over and look in some of the um, uh, trophy cases there. Uh, we, we actually have over with some of the some of the old guns that are that are in the case. Uh, two of the original Legowski clay targets that were excavated from uh, you know over on Hutchinson Island, I guess, and and. And preserved and, and brought there. So, you know, there's a great deal of history there. The World Skeet Championship has been there many times. And gosh, I, you know, um, the zone shoots, regional shoots, and Zach's had a lot to do with that. Um, and Zach, I, 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 I want you to talk a little bit, if you will. You know, when you first got there, um, you know, it, it's, you, you look at it and say, okay, this is a private club, we've got 800 members. How much are they going to let me do? How 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 much can we do? So talk a little bit about that. I mean, you you've actually taken this gun club, and and moved it even further along with, you know, big skeet shoots, big sporting clay shoots, huge things with the youth shooting, and and I I really want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, that can be done in many places around the country. So how'd you do it? Well, it it, it was it was a group effort. Um, Forest City is privately owned by by its membership, as you know, and we have a great board of directors. There's about ten sitting there's ten sit, sitting board members and a past president that always sits on the board. and And um, when I when I arrived here in 2013, I I just I got lucky. You know, it, some people working for a board sometimes it there's some mixed feelings, but all the guys all the guys on the board were very level-headed and very positive and proactive about making this club great and, and, and wanting to get it on the map again, um, because it's been through some, some trials and tribulations throughout the years. And, um, so we just, we just started really and truthfully just updating everything. Um, the, the sporting clays course needed some TLC and, and, uh, with machines and then, you know, the, the layouts and stuff, which I know that I think you set, you laid the layout for the North course, um, several, yeah, several I, I years actually ago. Did, I actually did, I actually did two of them. Yeah. So, um, we, you know, it, it just getting it back, looking good again, looking presentable and, um, really and truthfully, one of the biggest turn points, just membership wise prior to bigger events, at the club, we always host the Kriegoff Masters every year, but you know some of the machines were having some issues and that kind of thing throughout the years. But we've got that figured out um, through updating and and a lot of TLC. Um, but the the sporting clays is really where what our members like to shoot now, which is a big surprise because we have 23 skeet fields, 11 trap fields, and two 13 station sporting clays courses. Um, and we just about have just as many ski fields as we do sporting clays, um, stations, but for, 
we miraculously we shoot a lot more sporting clays now than what we we have in the past and a lot of that has to do with just the update of you know we 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 use promatic machines on the on the sporting clays course and they that counting system whether it be promatic or long range has really and truthfully made the sporting clays game a lot better well and it, um, and it really has and, you know yeah, and you know, Zach, back can, and, and and prior to prior to you coming, you know, we, before the highway came through, and that was one of the things. You know, I, I mean, the gun club originally was over five hundred acres, and and we had our little four lane highway come through that was kind of a bypass around Savannah. And as as much as we all hated it, it was probably the best, probably in the long run, the best thing that could have happened. But you know, yeah, strangely enough, we had at one time we had forty two steep fields, twenty eight trap fields. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah. That was a huge facility. In fact, it's the largest, you know, um, uh, for skeet facility, you know, in the country. And and now San Antonio have, uh, at the National Gun Club, has has more fields, but um, uh, that's okay. You know, and, and things things have a way of working their way around. And and um, you know, we were able to take some of the money that we got and put back into the facility. And you know, we've got the we've got the new pavilion we've got a dining hall we've got all of those things and you know those those are things that a lot of gun clubs don't have but just hearing you talk you know upgrading and staying on top of things really and truly is a huge part of being in the management business right right and you know and then the other thing the other thing too so i i really came back from came from like the nsca style of sporting place where you know, we, we went around through Southeastern Illinois College and worked a lot of big shoots as referees, like you mentioned earlier, like the U.S. Open, the Nationals, the World English when it was in San Antonio. And the list goes on and on and on. Um, and when we got, when when I landed here at Four City, um, a, a lot of the times the courses wouldn't get changed. They would go stale on the membership. Mm-hmm. Um so we started changing the courses about every two weeks. But the only problem with that is now, six and a half years later, we're, we're a lot busier now with, with shoots, with youth shoots, and, and our youth team going out of town with the youth team that sometimes it's three or four weeks before we change it. And now these members are holding you to a standard that, that you set, you know. Well, and that you know what? That's not a bad thing, buddy. Hey, we're up on another break, and when we when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation because I've got a lot of little bullet points here that I want to go over with Zach because you folks that are shooters, you folks that are in the in the range management business, the range ownership business, we have got some really really good information coming for you from the rest of this show, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on Wing and Clay Nation after these messages. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. 
disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And hey, by the way, I, I wanted to tell you, um, you know, I know we're just coming out of a commercial and this isn't this is not gonna necessarily be one, but this portion of the show is brought to you by my good friends at Nagrini cases. You know, if if you've got a uh, oh, I don't know, a Browning, a Kriegoff, a Parachi, a, a Beretta, a Blosser, I mean, whatever you've got, more than likely the case that you have your gun in was made by Negrini. It's an Italian company, uh, but they've got a, a line of cases that uh, uh, you, you can take You can take it out of that blue one or that brown one or whatever and put it into one of these beautiful leather-embossed green cases. Uh, from the greenie that, that that can literally be custom fitted for your gun. So, do yourself a favor. Give give those guys a, a quick look at negrinicases.com. I think you'll like what you see if you do. Uh, we've got a little promotion going on over there. A little promo box. Type in Marty, and they'll send you a 100 round <clears throat> waterproof ammo case, uh, and they'll pay the shipping. So, negrinicases.com. Give those guys a look. Now, I want to get back to Zach. We were, you know, in talking about a whole bunch of stuff and and I uh, want to start isolating on some things. You know, we now now that, the, you know, the membership, you know, kind of embraced uh, you know, doing shoots and letting folks come in from outside. And, uh, you know, it, and, you know, for a long time, I've been a member there, like I say, since 1982. And sometimes that was a little tough. But now I think the membership has fully embraced that. And it's really given the, the public a remarkable look at a truly terrific gun club. And, and one of the things that that, um, that we've done, and, and I say we, Zach has done, uh, we probably have more charity-type sporting clays events there than ever before. And, and folks, if you don't know, that's a lot of fun. It introduces people to your club, and it's a great way to, you know, for, for clubs to, to add money during the week. But, Zach, talk a little bit about, about the charity part of this thing because, you know, that is a great way for gun clubs to uh, to make money and a great way to introduce people to shooting. Uh, absolutely. It, it's, it's a, it works good for both ends. Um, one of the, on, the, on the club side of, of the charity shoots, it's, it's, it almost becomes, because these charity shoots become an annual event, so, so you can pretty much count on that income and a growth every year. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, m- most of the cl- most of the charity shoots when we when we first started doing them. When I when I got here, I think there was the Bethesda shoot uh, and the Candler Clays, which are two very large events. And then we've added several since then. Um, we when we get into our busy season, we probably have a charity shoot about every other week, starting in September. Yeah, I mean, all yeah, the way you've through, got the. Uh, yeah, got the got the Annie Oakleaf, the ladies, the, you know, and they run the whole shoot and put it together. And, you know, it's always got a youth charity involved. I know last year I, I said, you know, they, it's always fun when, when these, when at the end of the day, they break out the big gigantic check, you know, that they're going to present to somebody. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that, that one, I looked at it and it said $200,000. And I was like, holy smokes. But it was, you know, those, yeah, they're, I mean, those um, are just, yeah, they're great events. Yeah, I would say annually the, the you know there's a lot of charity shoots in Texas that you know they'll they'll get a lot of teams to shoot in, but here in just the Savannah area with the population only being around a quarter of a million people throughout the county, um, it's it's a great great way to raise money. A lot of a lot of places have stopped doing um, the charity golf scrambles and started doing sport, sporting clay shoots here whether it be 50 bird, 75 bird or, or a hundred bird. And I would, I, I mean, I had, I haven't looked at the statistics or anything like that. Um, but I would say that uh, we, we do get a lot of membership, um, from those shoots because you get the local people involved shooting a shotgun that have never really been around it, you know, and then, you know, most of the time you'll, you'll see it. And I know you've been a part of it too. You know, where there's somebody new coming out to shoot a charity shoot may may just be a 50-bird event, but they call, like, you or myself or some of the other instructors at the club and, and say, hey, we need to learn how to do this, you know. Yeah, and because it's fun. And before you know <laughs> it, two or three years later, they're a member of the club, and they're one of your 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 normal people that come out every single day and shoot around a sporting place, you know? Well, and that, and that, you know, you alluded to that and you're, you think and you sit there and you think about it and you say, well, why are we, why are all of a sudden we got, we got so many people shooting sporting clays? Well, that got a lot to do with it. You know, you, I mean, you, you give them the opportunity to come participate in things. And of course, something that I really want to talk about because this is, this is so critical. And, and folks, I, I, you know, I didn't say this a little while ago, you know, uh, you, you know, Zach does a lot of in, in, in instructing and, and uh, in addition to, to this target setting, you know, things of that nature. But, uh, you know, the guy's a pretty darn accomplished shot, too. You know, he uh, he actually won the 12 gauge event in the Creek Golf Masters Ski Championship uh, this this past year. And, um, and not too long ago at the National Sporting Clays Championship, he won the National FITAS. Now, you want to talk about two games that are just about as totally opposite from one another as you can find. And here's a guy that's uh, that's got titles in in uh, in both of them with a heck of a lot of people participating. So there's a lot to be said for that, Zach. I, I tip my hat to you, buddy, because I know how tough that is. But you know what? Where I want to go and is you know because of all of that and all of that involvement, the youth program, and we know that the the youth shooting is the, is the future of our sport. And you know I'm an old guy, and I, you know I don't know how much longer the good Lord's going to let me walk around. I'm you know, I've got some age on me, but I'm so encouraged to see these young kids coming along. Talk a little bit about the Far City Youth Program, because you guys have done a remarkable job over the past three or four years with those kids. Oh, yeah. It's um, 
it's something that I was already prepared to do prior to getting here. And um, my first year here was 2013. Lee Summerford, who is um, a, a pretty dang good shot himself, um, he got on the board in the fall of 2013. And one of the first things that they did, because they knew that they had Lee, because his son Jake was was coming up, and um, he was he was pretty young yet, but they they knew that that Lee would be interested in getting his son shooting. So they, they gave the the rest of the board told Lee and myself that, uh, that we needed to start a youth program. And, um, we got involved with, with the scholastic clays target program. We, at the time we had hosted the 4-H um, state championship here and the scholastic clay target program championship state championship here. So we didn't have a team. Um, and so we got involved with the, the SCTP and um, the first year was the first year we had a team was tw- 2014. We competed at the state level. We had one kid, um, Joseph Reyes, who's actually in college now. Um, he was good enough and, and was winning that we we sent him to the nationals, and he won the national um, the nationals in skeet, at national high overall in his division in skeet that first year, and third in sporting clays. And and then it just from from Joseph being such a great shot, I just clicked from there. The first year we had like eight shooters. Second year was 14. The next year was close to 30. And then you get into 2019 and, and we had 45 kids on our competition team and 42 kids on our, our club program, which are getting them ready to shoot SCTP, but they're not quite either that there, there's not a commitment there from the parents or the kid or they're just not quite ready to do it yet. Um, right. So, you know, it, it, the growth has just been unbelievable from from that standpoint. And then along the way, you know, we 2017 up in Marengo, Ohio, at the Cardinal Shooting Center, um, we we placed third overall in the in the nation, um, and and had one really good shooter, Colin Davis, who's he shot really well, and Douglas Williams. Um, and then last year, we we were runner up, and and lost to another Georgia team by I think I think it was six or eight targets out of two mm-hmm. twenty one hundred targets or something like that twenty two hundred targets. And um, then this year we we just got back from that two weeks ago, uh, and we placed fourth overall. Um, and the kids, you know, it, the weather. I always joke around and say the southern teams can go up there and shoot good because we're so used to the heat in the summertime here in the South. And then you go up there and it's nice and cool, 80 degree days. Well, we brought the heat with us and it was hot. The sporting clays targets were a little hard this year. And, um, we didn't do it quite as well as what we had done in the past, but there was a lot of kids that had personal bests. I know you were getting those emails that we were sending mm-hmm. out. Sure. You bet. And, um, it's just a, it's an amazing thing. I mean, it's it, the youth program, it is it, it basically it, you're 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 paving the way for this club to stay here for many many years because those kids when 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 we're gone are going to be the kids that are adults and members of the club and carrying on the tradition and and that's that's really really cool you know I mean it, and this National Shooting Sports Foundation actually started SCTP back in the day and then. Mm-hmm it got so big that they had to go to a, a separate organization. But, 
you know, the National Shooting Sports Foundation is they they're promoting youth shooting or promoting shooting in general, you know, women, kids, and, and, and everything. So it's definitely working in the country, and it's definitely working here at Forest City. Well, I think the thing that, that I was so encouraged by when I, you know, when I, I saw the results of, of how the kids did, uh, you know, and, and I think, you know, this year, and, and I'm not really sure how, we're, how we keep doing it down here in Georgia, but, but uh, three of the top four teams in the nationals this year were from the state of Georgia. Now this is this yeah. is not a this is not a Georgia radio show. This is a worldwide radio show. But you know you look at that, and I mean there's a lot of talent in this state. And I mean, we actually had I think what was it ten individual national champions? Uh, you know on, on the team yeah. this year. Yeah, that, and that's you know yeah. that's a, that's a high for that. So I mean I, you know you gotta you gotta tip your hat to 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 what you're doing, and you know and it's not you doing all the coaching. I mean you've got volunteer coaches that are out there working with these kids, and you know you've got all sorts of different uh, different uh, levels of shooters that you know from from kids that have never shot a gun right up to ones that are really accomplished. So again, you know here's here's one thing: if if you were gonna Give somebody a, a tip, you know, so, so how to start, start off with a youth shooting program. That what what would it be? What what you know? What, how does somebody really get started in this? Well, if you if you're a, if you're an individual wanting to start it, you need to go to your your local gun club and and talk it over with them. If you're a club, you know, there's so many resources out there. SCTP has. Um, has on their home page has a has a link that you can click on to find out how to start a team. Um, you know, one of the biggest things starting starting a team is is money. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. expensive sport, just sure. like any other sport. Um, and you've got to do fundraising. Uh, this past this past year, it took nearly a hundred thousand dollars for those forty kids to compete throughout the that we started. We started practicing in January, but our first competition was in April. So from April to to the second third week of July, it was a hundred grand. Yeah, pretty nonstop too. And, well, you know, I had yeah. uh, my good buddy Jim Dunn, who was on the Midway USA uh, Foundation board. You know, Midway USA's got a got a program that uh, where they sh- they can provide some dollars for some for some shooting teams. I mean, you've got to have skin in the game with them. I mean, they're just not going to hand you the money. But it's a, you know, they've got a system where, you know, you raise a certain amount, they'll provide some. And there, and there are other ways. I mean, but it, you're right. I mean, the, the, the youth programs are not inexpensive, but boy, they sure are rewarding when, uh, you know, when you see those kids out there having fun. And, you know, the good thing about that, too, Zach, is, you know, those are not the kids that you're going to see on the news that had a shoot up in the school. I mean, these kids learn no. discipline, they learn safety, they learn everything about it, and the parents are involved. And that's what makes it really, really great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we, like, a, if, if you take like a normal high school sport like baseball, basketball, those kids hop on a bus and they're, they're on the bus with the bus driver and the coach. You know, and they go to the tournament and uh, go to a game or whatever, and the coach is responsible for all twenty-something kids that are on that bus. And and the cool thing about about shooting is that, or you know, clay target sports or any type of shooting sports for kids, the parent is right there. You know, if the kid acts up or or you know they're they're not going to be late. If they're late, the parents calling about it. You know, they're, they're very proactive and and helpful and you know a lot of our parents 
you know, they don't know how to coach and they'll admit that they don't know how to coach, but they can go out and push a button. And that, that helps a lot too, you know, and oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It, 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 it's, it's per, there was a thing when I was working in Kentucky that came out that the NSSF had done and said that, you know, if you get the, if you get this, the kid or the wife, you get the whole family. If you get the, if you get the husband, you probably are just getting the husband, but if you get the kids and the wife, you're getting the whole family. Well, and you know, it is a family sport. Make, make no mistake. Hey, Zach, we're up on a, we're up on our last break. We need to take that here real quick. And when we come back, we, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about, about some of the gun club management, some target setting, things like that. Folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. Hey, folks, and by, I know you can't listen to every one of these shows live. I wish you could, but I know you can't. Um, so uh, you can go to the, to the website, wingandclayradio.com, and there's on-demand listening there. If you're a, a iPod-type guy or a podcast guy, tune in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher all carry this show. Just go there and uh, and search Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation, and you will have every show that we have ever done right at your disposal. All right, I'm back with my good buddy, Zach Garettis from Forest City Gun Club. And Zach, you know, we've been talking about a lot of stuff. The information with the kids, that was just terrific stuff, buddy. But, you know, you're a gun club manager and a shooter, and I, I – um, uh, I've been in that same scenario myself, and and I know how difficult it is to make everybody happy, because you've got every, you know, every personality known to man. But you know, there are a couple of things in the management business that that 
have to take place, you know, and, you know, the safety and the equipment and the, keeping the place looking good and things like that. Tell me a little bit about your management philosophy and the things that you really look for so that when the customer shows up, he's going to be very happy that he did. Well, one of, one of the biggest things that kind of was an eye-opener for me was actually getting to go to other clubs and see what other clubs do, um, you know, in the southeast and and throughout, even prior to even becoming a club manager. You know, you learn a lot from the don'ts and, and do's and um you know, just seeing how other people handle stuff will help you out. And, um, you know, I mean, attention to detail is everything, especially like at a private club like what I run. You know, you, you got to make sure that you got water out there. You know, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest gripes at a normal um, normal shoot will uh, is is not enough water or porta johns out on the course. So you start to get really cautious about that stuff and, and uh, pay attention to that and, you know, trash and, and stuff. You really need to make the, you need to make the members or the, or, or your, your public shooters feel at home and mm-hmm. that you, that you actually want them there. You know, if they see that you're mowing the lawn every week and there's not a, not an empty hole in the ground or the water jugs or water coolers are filled up, you know, and ice down, you know, that, that makes them feel at home and feel welcome to come back week after week and start bringing more, more people in. Um, and, and hospitality, too. Hospitality is a big thing. Well, you know, you are in the entertainment business. I mean, that's the one thing that, that uh, you know, a lot of times folks, folks lose sight of the fact that, you know, these, these people that, that are coming, uh, you know, and, and you alluded to it earlier, you know, shooting is not an inexpensive game. So, you know, they've got so much money that they can spend for fun. And, you know, the gun club Correct. is is part of is on the list. OK. And so the better time that they have at that gun club, the more apt they are the next time they've got money to spend to come back to the gun club. And that's really that's really ultimately, you know, what what we want is as managers. You know, I mean, the greatest compliment in the world is people coming back up, you know, coming back to your facility time and time again. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that because you're keeping them happy. Right. I mean, just think about going to a restaurant where the service wasn't good and how long how long is it before you go and give that restaurant a chance again? It's the same thing. We're in the same business as them. We're in the entertainment business and we're at the disposal of of people coming through the gate. Even as a private club, you're at the disposal of them coming back and wanting more and bringing more people out and that kind of thing to where they've got to have a good time. And, well, you know, the targets yeah, have got to be and, fun and, 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 you know, the target targets have, they've got to be good to where people are having a good time. And, you know, we're lucky enough to have two courses. So we set one a little bit harder and one a little bit softer, but, um, I believe me when, when both of them are hard, when it's tournament time for the kids or, um, we've got quite a few, um, members that actually go and shoot competitions uh, NSCA events that we beef up the course a little bit and, and uh, the, the casual people, they, they complain and they have every right to complain because the casual shooters really and truthfully is what drives the shooting market. Well, and, and, you know, and, and what a lot of folks don't realize, and, and, and I will say this, a lot of the really good shooters don't realize, you know, everybody that comes here doesn't want to be like you. 
You know, they they're just right. there having a good time, wanting to break a few targets. I mean, they, you know, they they they're not trying to to shoot a hundred straight. They're just trying to break some and 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 have and have a lot of fun and and get a big kick out of it. And and uh, I I can honestly say, you know, uh, you know, the targets, uh, you know, at Far City have have been really good. Uh, on the tough side, they're tough. But on the other ones, yeah. I mean, they're very breakable. And you know, if 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 you miss them, it's your fault. Right. Yep. So. So I, right. I mean, I, you know that that your philosophy on target setting is is spot on in in my mind, and and I really I really wish that that more gun club uh, managers and target setters would realize that everybody is not necessarily trying to be a world champion. You know, I've had a, a bunch of coaches on here that have told me that. You know, when they were coaching, they said, you know, I thought everybody wanted to be like me. They don't. Most of the people just want to come shoot and have fun. Yeah, they want to have fun, break clays, and. And and that's a, that's what's important to them, you know. And you gotta you gotta fill fill out your customers and and see where where the demand is, you know. If we didn't have our competition shooters and our and our youth team here, and we still had two courses, they would both have to be on the on the easier side. But mm-hmm. you know, some of the sitting there behind the pro shop, you get a lot of people that come in and say, "Which one's the hard course?" And you don't see them at tournaments. They just want to go sure. to the hard stuff and see where they match up to. Uh, a Marty Fisher or a Zach Gretis or a Lee Summerford. They want to see where they stack up uh, on that list, and 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 that's what their accomplishment is. They don't have to go and shoot a shoot. They just want to see where they where what their score compares to your score. Absolutely. Well, Zach, hey buddy, listen, we're we're about out of time. You know, I told you this hour would go in a hurry. It doesn't take long for uh, you know for for the for the seconds to tick off and the minutes to go by. But hey, listen. Great, great show, buddy. I really appreciate you being here, and thank you so much for what you do at uh, at Far City, uh, folks. If you ever get a chance uh, and you've got a shoot going on at Far City Gun Club in Savannah, by all means, try to attend and make sure you come up and introduce yourself to, to this gentleman, Zach. Thank you so much, folks. We're completely out of time. Shoot straight. Be safe. Have fun, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.